Boom, 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 episode nine. Welcome back, Cucks. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. We're here with Spencer. We're here with James. Um, Yeah. Introducing myself in the third person. I like that. Yeah. Now we've we got some we've got some big news this week. One of our superiors has been me tooed. Has has been named in a lawsuit. <laughs> Father and, Dan and Steffi. And this is all allegedly stuff. So we're, you know, we're just reporting what we've been reading. Yeah. Um and apparently um Father David encouraged uh sexual assault or encourage a situation that was untowards um i don't know if that's the correct way to say it but i don't really know yeah but it doesn't sound good and uh i know you've had a couple weird experiences my only weird one was with father david was going to spiritual direction with him and talking about how i was like you know i'm getting these erections and you know what do i do about erections and I just remember Father David going, you know, well, he's like, he's like, don't be weirded out by having an erection. He's like, you know, sometimes you even think of, you know, you'll think of the word penis and you'll, and you'll have an erection, you know, there's just, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and I just remember walking away from that going, what just happened? Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, yeah. I, I remember when we were, um, at an a, a meetup after leaving ICUS, it was a ex legionary ex ex ICUS member reunion, and we were in the gym, and I was showing someone a video on my laptop, and he walks into the gym, he looks over, and he's like, he he was walking by, and he saw the video, and he was like, James, you're weird. I'm like, I'm weird. i'm showing i'm showing i'm showing another guy a video with girls in it like (laughs) you're the weird one you're wearing a dress dude he's Um, like oh it's not magic mike you're weird it's not magic mike (laughs) it's it's all women where's jesus in that yeah um so that was fun that's pretty exciting yeah i don't know I, i i i never really quite felt normal with him no Um, me neither not like a weirded out way but like a something's off kind of way yeah he was just overly intense and zealous and just kind of um the rules were pretty a big deal for him you know like apparently not (laughs) (laughs) well certain rules rules. yeah yeah like if you better not break silence but if you want to assault someone that that's fine yeah and that's father david logic that's Father David logic. I I can't imagine that this is going to end well for him, but we'll see. We'll um, see. I mean, maybe he'll just get shifted around or have to go into penance and uh, some Florida resort. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- did you see he's in Jerusalem? So right <laughs> That's now, so weird. Right now, What's he's he doing out of there? reach. He, you know, he's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You want to take a guess? Uh, I mean, do you think it's like a sabbatical, you know, like some priests going sabbatical to the Holy Land? That's chill. They sent him there in 2019. 
Um, it's a long sabbatical. But I don't know. I mean, he was being assigned to a post in Jerusalem in 2019. So okay. I don't know if he's still going to stay there. I don't know what. Um, yeah, at that time, he was a priest in good standing with the order. So he, he wasn't, there was no suspicions back then, but maybe he saw something coming. I don't know. But he was he was at ICUS for a long time. Yeah, yeah and he was. There definitely was abuse that went on under his watch. Right. But whether he knew about it or not was always in the air. Now it sounds like he knew about at least one incident. Yeah. Um, and it's scary how it's not surprising, like knowing his character yeah. and stuff. Like it's not at all, yeah. didn't shock me in the least. But what's really fucked up though to me is that he represented God's will the highest degree mm-hmm. like anything he said went and if you didn't do what he was doing or what he said you should do you it was almost like committing a mortal sin yeah which is really fucked up when that's the person who's supposed to be leading you is also encouraging bad situations it's not it's not good at all dude it's uh i'm curious how it'll end up it probably won't be jail time because these priests always finagle away out of that but maybe he'll get defrocked which i think is an amazing word that should be used it's an amazing i want it to be used in more situations (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like deflocked almost but it's defrocked and it's like defrocked it sounds emotionally painful it does which is it's, cool. Um, I really like the another word is um, that when excommunicated, excommunicated, like communication. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand what excommunicated, like when you actually it's think about the words, like how does it relate to what you it communicate means? with your ex? Right. <laughs> Which, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really. It doesn't sound <laughs> like there's no good way to look at that word. No, you've been excommunicated. Like, I mean, it sounds intense, but then you actually think of what the words mean, and it's it's meaningless. I could have been excommunicated. I wish I, that it would have been nice. Defrocked should just be the word for anything. Like yeah. when, like President Trump, he's been defrocked. He's been defrocked. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't been. He'd be like, give me a dictionary. <laughs> I don't know what that word means. <laughs> be like, I defrocked my daughter. Like, no, 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 yeah. sir, you didn't. I defrocked her by the pussy. I defrocked her. By the- <laughs> um. So my mom, when before I joined, I guess I was. We were visiting, and she asked Father David straight up. I guess she pulled him to the side and asked him, like, "I just have to know, have there been any, you know, with all everything that's going on in the news? Because this was just after Boston, um, and all those lawsuits." Um, she was like, "Did has anything ever happened here, like that, like you know, any kind of sexual assault or anything?" And the answer is yes, dozens, but. That wasn't the answer she got. The answer she got was, no, there was one case, but it was the details were cloudy and nothing ever came of it. And that was that. Hmm. So the answer he basically gave was no. <laughs> no, yeah. there were there were none. 
Well, he used a pretty cool tactic that people use. Yeah. Because if he had just said no, not at all, she probably wouldn't have believed him. Right. But by offering one meaningless thing, tidbit, it made him sound more credible. So good on you, Father David. Uh, you're a smart motherfucker. But it looks like we got you now, bro. We got you now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I hope you fucking burn in hell if it exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, shout out hell. Shout out hell. Yeah. Shout out Satan. Um, shout, yeah. Shout out all the hot boys in hell. Ooh, um, so many. Lil Nas. At Lil, yeah, he's there. He's he's there giving lap dances out, mm. being cool. In which case, maybe if I want Father David to go to heaven, I don't want him to have that much fun down there. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to end up in hell anyway, so I don't know what the. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to be there with those with the same people. No. But. Imagine hell being like Father David. You're 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 back changing into your bathing suit under the sheets, and Father David's yelling Christ our King at you. Like, <laughs> I just be like, all right, y'all got me. Yeah, I, I imagine hell is like you get ten minutes to shower or yeah. five minutes to shower, and you have to wear a bathing suit the whole time. Yeah, and you have to shower Something with like with that. fifty other people. Yes, get athlete's foot. Um. Yeah, so that's good. Um. There's been, yeah, I, w- one of my favorite details from that article is that Center Harbor Police Chief Mark Chase has said several victims stopped talking to him after receiving payments. So the Legion is trying to settle mm. up before they get in trouble. That's smart of them. But it also means that they Where know, are they getting any more money? Well, they, to, they to have do money. Yeah. They have money, and they know that paying out $10,000 to a victim is so much cheaper than hiring and having an attorney work hours and a lawsuit. It's so fucked up to me that the money that your parents and my parents gave to that organization is the same money being used to silence these victims. That's Mm -hmm. insane to me. That's insane. Like, I feel so bad for our parents who knew nothing about this. Um, And, you know, that's fucked up. Yeah, and still pay it up anyway. Yeah. I mean it's kind of it's kind of fucked up that they were paying in the first place because of like the way that school was set up doesn't really seem like there's much money going into it. Um like I doubt worse. I doubt our tuition even went to the school. Like I think they funneled it somewhere else. Wow. Like just right back to the because what'd they spend money on? Semperars and milk and eggs. Yeah, that was about well, it. They had to they had to feed us, and then they had to have the uniforms and most the, of the food. They had to from... afford the salaries for the teachers. Yeah, but they didn't pay the teachers uh, anything. Well, they had something. I would. I would want to. I'd want to get. We should get a. We should get some of our teachers on. I would be interested in that. Yeah. Um, but I remember like. They all had second jobs. Right. Did they um, really? Yeah. Mr. Anderson worked for UPS. Mr. Waterbury oh had a, he was a real estate broker. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what the other ones did, but I'm pretty sure most of them had second jobs or their spouses worked. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't enough to support themselves oh. and their many kids. 
That's unfortunate, man, because they gave their put their hearts and souls into teaching us too. Yeah, it should have been it should have been enough to support their families, mm-hmm. especially knowing how much money the Legion had. Right. But, um. That's fucked. Yeah. Up. Yeah. It's uh. It's sad. And it wasn't a small tuition either. No. It. I mean, they did say it was. It wasn't mandatory, but I don't know how that worked out on an individual basis. No, I have no idea either. I think that was kind of shady. Kind of the pricing and stuff was shady. Yeah, I, I think that was kind of the point, though. And pl- you're right. And then plus, most parents are having to fly their kids on a you know five hundred dollar flight all the way up there, so that's not cheap either. Yeah, um, a lot of craziness there. Anyways, well, hmm. there's no uh, there's no easy transition into our Lady Guadalupe from this, is there? No, but they there was a lot of. Uh... I mean, I learned a lot about Our Lady of Guadalupe there because it was, you know, a Mexican order. Right. Um, what were the things that you learned off the top of your head? Uh, the, the, the Tilma had this, the stars in a constant. The way it was described is that it was like you were looking down on Earth. And that's how the stars were aligned. Yeah, I remember it, that. It makes yeah. sense to me. Right. Um, yeah, it's that's doesn't make any sense at all because that's not how it works, but that was, one yeah, thing. He, he, here's something. Um, on December 22nd, 1981, at the observatory, blah blah blah, um, performed an astronomical study of the image and analyzed the stellar arrangement. They surprisingly discovered that the stars stunningly and accurately map out the various constellations of the Mexican sky. Um, even more remarkable is the star map on the mantle is in the reverse. Like what you're saying, the cardinal axis rotated 90 degrees counterclockwise. (laughs) What? (laughs) Providing a few of the constellations from beyond them, as would be seen looking through them towards the earth. The constellations are consistent with what astronomers believe was in the sky above Mexico City on the day the apparition occurred in the winter morning solstice of December 12, 1531, Saturday at 1026 a.m. What? See, to me, that the stars sounds... aren't out yeah. in, in the morning. What are you talking well, about? Well, I guess they're out. but They're out. Yeah, yeah they're out. Yeah. Um, um, that but just, like, why would Mary yeah. go through that? Like, that's not even a very cool miracle. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, it, it's... I mean, in 1531, what astronomer is there like, hey, you know, this is insane, y'all. This miracle, like that miracle went bypassed until we discovered it in the 80s, <laughs> 1980s. Yeah, I years later. feel like that's not true, too. <laughs> I feel like it's just not true. Because if you look at the image, it's like there's these are just stars right they're not spaced out at all it's not am i crazy no dude and 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 what i find most interesting about this whole thing is that uh, scientific okay so it starts out at the top scientific tests and examinations of the image baffled nasa scientists ophthalmologists astronomers the mysterious eyes of our lady guadalupe so it's like, why did these guys from NASA get involved in studying this image? You know, like, I feel like they have better things to do than, you know, let's go, let's look at a Tilma from the, the Mexico in the 1500s. Like what? 
yeah, I've never been able to find sources for that kind of stuff. I've heard right. that before. Right. I've, I've heard it from Catholics. I've heard it from people who really believe. Yes. But I've never <laughs> read <laughs> the disclosure from the actual scientists who are like, as a scientist, I'm saying I don't understand how this thing works. Right. Um, I mean, there could be anecdotal stories of people who once worked for NASA saying like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But there was, there was something like you could see the reflection of someone yes. in the eyes of which yeah. I highly doubt is true. Here, here's a fun one. Um, they conducted extensive tests on the fabric and discovered no scientific explanation since the picture, which they admit it's a picture, is neither painted, dyed, or woven. What the fuck what? is it? <laughs> Digital enlargements were made, and it was discovered that the reflection of Bishop Juan de Zuramaga looking in astonishment could clearly be seen in the pupil of Our Lady's eyes. But the- and I remember looking at the pupils really as hard as I could and seeing nothing, nothing close to that. Yeah, but and- I mean, it is saying it was digitally enlarged, so I haven't seen that picture. Have you? Uh, I think I, I think I did. I think we did. Well, didn't we watch some documentary where they like and it was blew it really, up? it was really, really <laughs> underwhelming. It was yeah. like blobs. It, it was, was blobs. It, it was blobs, and it's, it makes, it's like, why would the arch, why would the bishop be looking at? It? Like, is right. it because when he revealed the tilma, the, that's when the our our, our lady was looking at him. Like, what the? F- it me, it makes, I don't know. It makes such. Yeah. It sounds like such bullshit to me, but right. And, and, and my thought is that, you know, so what you would think would have been recorded was when Juan Diego opens the tilma first, there's nothing because there had to be, okay. So wait, let's say that the image is already there. Then is there like some moment when the thing becomes a photograph and then you get this, you know, the eye of Mary looking at him and like, it's what, what, like, wouldn't she, I mean, you would think she'd be looking at the inside of the Tilma or at some roses or something. If she, if she, if the Tilma's like wrapped up in roses and the image is already there, like, you know, I don't know. It's just none of it. It's very dumb. Like, it's just not a cool miracle. Like it's not impressive. Even if it was the case, that's not really that amazing. Well, and it's like, it's obviously a painting, right? Like what <laughs> they um, neither painted, dyed, or woven. What? It's still a, called a tilma. Yeah, I'm. Um. Yeah, and oh yeah, uh, what and was I gonna... here's here's a good one, dude. Sorry. No, go ahead. When the when the eye of Our Lady is exposed to light, the retina contracts, and when the light is withdrawn, it returns to a dilated state, just as what happens with a living eye. Our Lady's eyes have been ophthalmologically determined to be alive on the tilma! Exclamation point! God, that already <laughs> takes away the credibility to me. <laughs> okay, what a so stupid miracle! Oh my god. This is kind of what I expected. Um, but then how is it seeing, then, then the eye should be seeing, if it's a living eye, it should be seeing whatever's right in front of it right then. Like, right. That it should be, be cool it should be dynamic. That would be really, that'd, that'd be, be really, really cool. hot. Like if, if you looked at that Tilma and Mary is looking at you, like that's fucking sick. So in 1979, Philip Callahan, who is a biophysicist, 
a USDA entomologist and a NASA consultant. So that's where they get NASA from. Mm. Specializing in infrared imaging was allowed direct access to visually inspect and, and photograph visually the inspect. image. <laughs> oh, so wow. he took, he took infrared photographs in front of the Tilma and his assistant said that the original artwork was neither cracked nor flaked. Um, Callahan could not. Ex so this is, yeah, this is exactly what I thought. Callahan could not explain the excellent state of preservation of the unretouched areas of the uh, image of the Tilma. Um, hmm. So that all that means is that, yeah, I can't explain why it's in such good condition. It right. doesn't say this isn't made out of paint. This is this is miraculous. This this is baffling to me. He's like, no, I just can't explain how it's so well preserved. It's like, well, right. I can explain it to you. They framed it immediately. Like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Right, and he's how can you and not he's like, it? and he works for NASA. He's not like a student of like fabrics and stuff. Like, he's not going to know the ins and outs of how to you know maintain fabric. Like, he's he literally studies how to get us to Mars. He's not interested in you know. Preser preserving things yeah and infrared imaging i would imagine it couldn't could only tell you so much yes and in 1979 i wonder what the what the um what the technology was like yeah um, it's so stupid dude like it, and it's amazing how they like run with things like, you know, just they just took a little idea of this guy taking infrared stuff. And from then on, you get, you know, this eye just expanding with the reflection of light and all this crazy fucking shit. And, and it's talking about the curvature of the cornea. I'm not even going to read the rest of that. It's just fuck. I mean, reading the I'm just reading the Wikipedia page and it's kind of like. um, They talk about the brushwork. The primer. So the painting, painting shit. It's a painting. Yeah, of course. It's a fucking painting. It's a painting. I mean, it's 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 kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But I I don't think there's anything miraculous about it. Well, obviously well, there isn't. But one of my favorite parts was I remember in the Legion they told us that it that that color doesn't exist like on um on the color yeah. spectrum the color of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> like why not the whole the whole Tilma? Why just the blue? Like why is that the only color? Yeah, like, what do you mean it doesn't exist? It's right there. <laughs> Therefore, it exists. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm so, very I'm very much um, unsure about the origins of the story. I think Juan Diego didn't exist. Yeah. Um, I think it was a convenient uh, story for to get people to yeah to, to kind of unify people but yeah. when you look at the if you look at the stars on her on her outfit right you can only see where her shoulders are basically and like her shoulders down to her side you can only see a little bit and yeah, it just but that, looks but, like a grid of stars but what you don't get is that that's the stars in the mexican sky in reverse <laughs> on january 27th you know, 1531 i feel like <laughs> i feel like you could see any constellation if you really tried hard yeah i mean that could be the big dipper i mean there's just no and the mexican sky like it's any different from 
any other sky in the northern hemisphere. I mean, maybe a little more polluted, but you know, it's just Mexico well, back then, is not known for. Oh, well, sure, yeah. This is 1530s, man. Back yeah. then, it would have been nice. Been very nice out. Yeah. Um, Thanks, and Obama. that's the other thing. Everyone would have known, like people would have noticed that right away because everyone right knew away. about stars back then. Yeah, because they all saw them all the time. Whereas today, we don't know diddly. It's just hilarious that some guy from NASA would just waste his time looking at this and being like, you know what? What if? Here's the thing, though. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm an if I'm an atheist NASA scientist, my thought would be, hey, let's fuck with them and give them a miracle for a lifetime. Like, let's just start saying yeah. stuff. Like, this will be hilarious. <laughs> like, let's see how much we can get these folks to believe. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. There's just so much that is coming back now. The so moon, much. standing on the moon, what that meant. I forgot what that meant, but that was pretty cool. There was, t- yeah, everything was significant. Um, it's like, yeah, because it's a painting. <laughs> <laughs> like what? They're going to not add details? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, there's absolutely no way that anyone painted anything in the eyes other than the eyes. Right. There's no way. Yeah, it's Get a good painting. Here. You know, I got a shout out to that artist. I mean, that was pretty shout cool. Out, shout out to the artist. It was probably, and it probably was an indigenous artist. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. We, we like cool. that representation. You know, that's the thing. Like the real story behind the Toma is probably much more interesting than the, the miracle story. I think so. Yeah. I would much rather hear about the actual artist and, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the legend right um because the actual artist did a great job of inspiring the people so that's yeah. pretty cool yeah i i just don't i just don't buy that that there was there was a young indigenous man who wanted to who had an apparition and was trying to convince a bishop to build a cathedral yeah i i just don't I, I don't buy that story. And I don't think any image would have made him win that argument. Yeah. This, uh, if you're Bishop, it's like, Hey, really cool miracle. Really cool image. Still don't have the money. Yeah. It wouldn't have even been still a miracle. Cannot afford that. Like, I don't know where you got those flowers from. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty but, dope. But, um... but I'm still, I'm still not going to build a cathedral here unless you convert everyone in your family. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way we're going to raise the money. That 10% tithe isn't going to create itself. Like, no, but it's a miracle. Look, at there's no one can explain. Look, the, 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 look, Bishop, it's the stars in reverse, motherfucker. Like, it's like that's not even, doesn't even make sense, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> look, the, if you look really close at Mary's eye, she's looking right at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in the pupil. Yeah, you're right there with that shocked look on your face. The the shock of, man, I still don't have money for this cathedral. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was really funny, though? It's like, if you look at her pupil, you can see the bishop throwing the middle finger at her. (laughs) (laughs) I told you again, I'm not going to buy your artwork. (laughs) He's just trying to sell it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean... I, I think it's cool that like so many people have like if you go if you meet anyone from Mexico they probably have a picture of it somewhere in their house or 
in their car or tattooed to themselves, which is pretty cool. Um, It's a a really cool image. And I I think it's, uh, um, it's should be like the sponsorship and motto for the world cup in Mexico. Cause that's where I see it the most. I feel like just mm -hmm. like the images and banners of it. I think there's a lot of superstition at those World Cup games in Mexico. Like, Our Lady's going to help us win, you know? Yeah, shout out to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of prayer over sports teams. Like, I remember praying really hard that the Yankees would beat some team when I was growing up. And the Yankees still lost. I I just really wanted the Yankees to win. I was a big old Derek Jeter fan. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was probably my budding homosexuality that I was repressing for him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was a really cool uh, game, and it, and we and the Yankees lost. Um, In the Jeter era, that was rare. That was rare. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried. I never, I never prayed for the Yankees to win, even though I've been to probably four or five games. Damn, dude, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's they're 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 a cool team. I mean, you know, they. Yeah, they got the money for it, for they, sure. They're smoking Detroit today. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Judge? Yeah, dude, that guy could fucking... He hit a grand slam. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He He's pretty hot, it. too. He's yeah, pretty hot. he is. <laughs> I, I, he could hit me with a grand slam anytime. Like, He's, so, like he, that he's guy. so tall. Yeah, dude. He makes everyone look like little, little people. He's just like a perfect god of a person. Like He's just one of those... Yeah, and he seems like a genuinely good person too. Yeah, yeah. He seems like he could be Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Uh, I don't know about that, but I was trying to go somewhere with that too. But <laughs> I could, I couldn't figure out where to go with that. Aaron Judge judges people. I don't know, like Our Lady <laughs> <laughs> judges people like Our Lady of Guadalupe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you think Mary, the Blessed Virgin, was like? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously she lied about you know how she gave her to Jesus but do you think she was like a cool person like would you have ch- would you you know have a drink with our, our lady of Guadalupe um, well I think our lady of Guadalupe and Mary are different people but that's fair um, I think I think Mary would have been mm, I don't know you know I'm trying to think of anything cool she did Right. She, always, she never really seemed cool. Like she bothered Jesus at the wedding. Yeah, she bought she was nagging him about um like not doing a miracle. And he would Jesus like, hey woman. Like he literally calls her that. He's like, My time hasn't come or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is like do whatever you tell. Jesus. Oh yeah, she like goes around the back. Like I do that in sales all the time. Like I go around people's backs and I'm like, hey, do whatever he tells you. Yeah. You know, that's, what, just, that's what you do in sales. You go around and say, do yeah. whatever he tells you. Mm-hmm. So you got to get the job done, man. Um, I I can't go around people in my job because that'll get me in trouble. Yeah. Um, because you know you have the head buyer in stores, and you have assistant buyers, and you can go to assistant buyers and say, "Hey, could you order more of this for you know for a display, or could you order this for an end cap?" And they'll say, "I got to talk to my main buyer." I got to talk to my boss. I'm like, right. Thought I could go around him. Right. But you never should. Um, it can go least, badly. At least in my, in my line of work. 
Yeah. In, yeah. In the field. The old field. <laughs> Out in the field. Out Sweating in the, in the field. Fucking field. Field of um, dreams. I am going to close that tab because I don't want to be staring at Our Lady of Guadalupe the whole podcast. Mm, um, oh, did you see the news that um, Pope Francis has changed up the rules a little bit so that the Pope can prosecute um, cardinals and bishops within the Vatican for like any like you know for civil stuff what does um, it mean what does that mean so before it used to be that there was a there were like three cardinals that had to agree like like a com- there was a committee that had to agree to um press charges against someone what and now the and now he made it so that the pope can do it directly without them it almost so, sounds worse. That almost sounds like a worse rule because at least before they had some kind of checks and balances, and now it's just the Pope willy nilly, you know. Well, now because what if the Pope can... doesn't think? What if the Pope doesn't think this guy did something to little boys, and now these cardinals can't get together and overrule him and be well, like, actually, you're holding. They can this. still. They can still do it. Oh, okay. But he can do it too directly direct oh so okay he's just a little more powerful now yeah which is i think is a good thing because it gives less of an excuse so now when that when it comes up that oh this cardinal was involved in a cover-up why didn't you do anything he can't say oh well i'm not allowed to i had to wait for these people to say something yeah, I guess that's something, but we already know he covered up shit in Argentina. So what's yeah, the point? <laughs> yeah. Why, I mean, why I would I trust him with the rest I don't of trust him. shit? I don't trust him at all either. But mm. I'm I'm glad that at least something hey, progress, is, not perfection. You know, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> It'd be even yeah. better if they just said, "Hey, we're going to turn this all over to the actual police." But yeah, you know, whatever. You know, we're going to charge you in the state where you've been from, whatever yeah. country you're in. You'll be treated just like any public school teacher. How about that? do your time in prison or whatever yeah public school teachers don't um they don't get enough shit for you know uh, i don't know that was actually the main argument i heard from catholics when i Mm -hmm. when all this stuff the boston stuff philly stuff started coming out was oh teachers teachers, public school teachers do it too or you know it's like yeah but it's not this organized and it's also not to the same extent yeah, they want to act like it's on the same the same numbers, but it's not at all. Not at all. Like per capita, no. Per capita, per per pussy, yeah. Per penis, per cock and balls, per cock and balls. Um, it's not the same, uh, but it is interesting that there are more um, there are more female pedophiles in schools like that's where they go interesting and that's like a lot of times you'll see teacher charged with having sex with student which is i think a weird way to phrase it it should be teacher sexually assault student right um, because there is no way for them to consent so yep you know um but a lot of times it's a woman um having having uh sexual relations with 
a young boy. Mm. Which I don't know. Take that. Take that for what it's worth. Chris Hansen. That's interesting. You ever watch that to catch a predator? No. Okay. It was kind of like a no. Um, it was an interesting show where they would frame or not frame <laughs> where they would they would they, the adults pretended to be kids online and they would mm. yeah sounds pretty I, cringe it, it was it was distasteful to yeah. say the least um but they would basically get these men to um send them lewd messages and they would just go with it and then they would set up a sting house and just invite guys over oh my god and and they would have people rolling in the whole weekend um and then they'd have the police there to arrest them as soon as they left but did you um, ever do um did you ever do virtus never never training what (laughs) did you ever do virtus training no oh no I didn't. That's okay. Let me tell you a little bit. We had to do that if you were like around kids and you're Catholic and in a position of authority, any kind of authority. So we had to take Virtus training when we did the Buckley team where I was in college, um, where we taught confirmation to like juniors in high school. Mm-hmm. And then we also had to, I had to take it again as a youth minister uh, when I worked there for it at a church for three years doing that. And basically you just watch these videos and you, and, and they, they try to make it entertaining. So they have like actual, like people pretending to be pedophiles, not like you don't see full on intercourse or anything, but like there'll be a playground with kids just, ha, la, la, you know, having a good time. And on the corner is this very poorly. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, it's a very bad actor. Cause it's so obvious that they're pedophiles. Like they'll just be looking creepy, just kind of like sitting on a park bench, like not on their phone, not reading a newspaper, just fucking staring at these kids. It's just, they're like, look for the warning signs. It's like, it'll never be this obvious. That's why they fail so much. Yeah. Cause his training is bullshit. They should have said, look for the warning signs and then just pan to a priest. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the scary thing, dude, like a youth minister, there's way, I mean, I was good about like, you know, making sure I was never in a position that could have been interpreted wrong, but there's Mm -hmm. just youth minister has way too much authority. And I can't even imagine like a pastor of a church. Like there's just too many times that you could be in a bad place in the youth center and the rec center. Like maybe a kid gets picked up too late by their parents. So like you happen to be the only adult in the building with this kid waiting for their parents. It's just, there's just too many, too much room for risk and there's not enough oversight. And that's what the reason, like it needs more regulation. The whole Catholic church just needs more regulation because in public school, like there's very strict rules about how many adults have to be on the campus and, you know, there's just, it makes it much harder for a pedophile, basically. Yeah. To I just get anything done. Yeah. I happen to think that there shouldn't be youth ministry. Yeah. I just think it's high time we say enough's enough. We yeah. can't get send it right. Send them to daycare. How about that? Send yeah. them to, send them to daycare, send them to somewhere where there's licensed people around. Right. Um, and multiple adults. And there, and that's the expectation. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. 
I think that the Catholic Church has to do away with confession for minors. Yeah. Um, it's too weird, man. Like, do you remember your first confession? Weird. How like uncomfortable I, that is? Yeah, I do. I remember yeah. how weird go, it was. Go to a complete un unlike licensed therapist and like he's trained in philosophy and theology has never had sex in his life and go tell him your deepest darkest secrets like that is just very uh, room for a lot of error yeah and in judgment yeah yeah Uh, it's forced celibacy isn't going to turn anybody into a good thing right i i don't i don't understand where the where the healthy dynamic comes in i I don't know no no I, i just don't think it's a good thing and i don't I don't know that kids are sinning enough that it warrants a confession. Right. They're certainly more pure than those fucking priests. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, I think most, most kids are purer than adults. Yeah. Um, That's no fun. Being pure is no fun. Yeah. No, it it sucked. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all that emphasis on purity is just insane it's like so repressing and so because you think about it more too yes i mean i would think about being pure more and it ended up being like a self-fulfilling prophecy where you would yeah. think about you'd worry about it so much that you ended up thinking about sex way more it's so interesting dude the day i became an atheist i was like oh porn's not that really that fun anymore like or i mean it's i still watch it and stuff but it's just like you know, eh, I don't it's just need something it as you much. do. No, yeah, it's not. There's nothing taboo about it anymore, so it's not like, ooh, this is dirty. And it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's just another thing you can. I'm gonna watch for two minutes when I'm jacking off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so get the job done. Beginning to end, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how good the video is for me, but yeah, I feel you. No, I gotta fast forward because I. Do you don't you don't watch any of the the story build up the uh, oh hey, I hate. I hate the story so much. Sometimes, sometimes I get into the story. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it is it's funny. So yeah. poorly acted. I'll be like by myself laughing at a porn video intro. I'll be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" But I hate how many of them are like a weird power dynamic. I know or, it's like, why does it always just, be so aggressive? And yeah, or it's violent? like, you're, but you're my sister-in-law. I'm like, oops, next video. Like, I don't even want to deal with that. <laughs> hey, stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a weird thing. Like, you're thirty. You're both right. 30 in a yeah. house and pretending like, you're teenagers. Yeah. Pretending you're teenagers. And it's just weird. weird. I don't want to, I don't want to even like, I don't know. My favorite funny ones are the, I'm stuck in the, I'm stuck in the, uh, the, oh, the washing yeah. machine. I I'm love st- those. Or I'm yeah. stuck under the cover. I'm stuck in the cabinet. Yeah. Stuck like under they're the clearly bed not in stuck. The, in the, what's that one for hostels? The, uh, the uh, dirty hostel or something. Oh, right? it's like a, a genre <laughs> hostel genre. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny it gave me very unrealistic expectations for staying in hostels yeah like, no this they're very nearly as fun as i thought it would be well because everyone's thinking that too <laughs> when you're there yeah, thinking, yeah should we be fucking right now right like there's nobody else fucking i guess that'd be weird i've only been to two hostels and i never actually stayed in a hostel mm, um, it was too hostile of an environment it, it was oh, like got him with, god damn it i hang out with that motherfucker too much <laughs> fuck you keatsman if you're listening love you dude yeah i don't think he's listening no um he's, he's too busy he's too busy and it's not on my charts yeah oh yeah yeah 
Um, no, I, 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 I stayed in, a, or I didn't stay in a hostel. I visited a hostel in Egypt, and that was fun. That was that a fun night. Fun. That I just like met, fun. I met some people at a at a bar, not a, not a bar, but like a restaurant, not a restaurant, a place where they serve beer. Okay. So they have all the windows blocked because it's not really like you know it's a little bit taboo of a thing yeah. to do. Um, they do it. They just don't really advertise it. Um, but I had a few beers and, and these people, these two guys came in, they're like, are, are you, can we sit here too? And I was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And like, you know, I'm sitting here alone, drinking beer, like just watching people. <laughs> <laughs> we started talking. It was funny. And they're like, why don't you come back to the hostel? We'll, we'll have, we have more, we have more booze there. I'm like, this could be a trap, but okay. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we had been talking for about an hour at that point. Oh, okay. Okay um and I was you're like, comfortable yeah, enough yeah yeah i'm like we shouldn't be drinking more here anyway because you don't want to get tipsy in public in egypt no oh um, really yeah you don't want to be you don't want to be drunk in egypt because it's a, it's a bad look and you can get in trouble oh um i mean i don't know if they would go after foreigners no but still you don't want to risk it good to know um do they do they do a lot of tourist pandering over there like oh yeah pyra- the pyramid bar <laughs> so oh it's it's all it's all the whole country is built on tourism Ugh. that's Their so pathetic economy. isn't it i hate that it's, shit it's so sad because they have because it's all like the museums across the world have stolen so much from egypt right and they have nothing to show for it it's um, pathetic, honestly it's it's so sad um that they they're you know it's such a poor country and it, yeah. everything's being expropriated um brutal but yeah no, i and i was i was talking to one of the tour guides about it i'm like don't you feel like you're kind of being robbed by all these by like our countries coming in and taking stuff and then not giving it back and do we at like, least give them money for the things we take no wow cuz most of it was taken before world war 2 Wow. I mean, Rome took obelisks from Egypt. Like the one in St. Peter's Square, I think, was taken from Egypt. Was it not? Maybe that I'm wouldn't lying. surprise me. I don't know. Um, but did they? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the one in Washington, D.C. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a, yeah. That's from Ramsey's. No, I'm kidding. No, they would, they would, they would hew the obelisks out of granite. Jesus by hand with balls of metal or not metal balls of like dolomite or something i forgot what they mm. called it um it was like a heart it was a rock that was a little bit harder than granite mm. and they would just continually drop it they would all line up all the wow. workers would line up in a in line and just continuously drop a ball do you mean the israelites <laughs> no <laughs> under moses <laughs> moses never existed and the israelites were never <laughs> slaves in egypt Holy! <laughs> um, yeah, that's my favorite story that never happened. It's a good story, you know. It's, a, it's an bush. okay story. You got some bush in there. You got some, you got some dead children. It's a good story. Okay, round two. I'm crack this. Same. Into this. Oh, oh my god, that's crazy! I was literally getting my second beer ready to go. I thought I heard it. Yeah, there's a little pop and crack. Well, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Which is that uh, another uh, another spot in 
spot. I got a purple haze on this one. That's a strain of marijuana. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, Everything for legal reasons. For legal reasons, I must disclaim this is a beer, <laughs> raspberry lager. Uh, this is a beer, <laughs> and I'm Barack Obama. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what else? What What else? Um, fuck. Shit. Um, what was I gonna say? I forgot. Oh well. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty cool though that in, in in ancient times people were just like, Yeah, we will we'll work for a month and just I like that. you know toil and labor. And then yeah. they would they would so they would oh they'd hew these obelisks out of granite and then they would roll them onto a boat and bring them down the Nile. It's insane. It's just insane. And they would and they would have like people pulling it uh, while it's on the boat they would have ropes attached and they'd be on the shore just pulling it yeah absolutely nuts wow um but they would hew, it would all be in one piece mm-hmm. and there's actually an unfinished obelisk that you can go to in s1 um you can see an unfinished like where they were they were almost done with it yeah that's really <laughs> sick like, dude it's so cool i always um, just think of dildos when i see ob- obelisks and that's what they were supposed to represent no kidding no i'm kidding i uh, wish that was the case that'd be pretty I, cool i do too i don't An obelisk know. is a cool word it's a pretty cool word yeah it's it's a greek word i think fucking obelisk me stepdaddy I mean that's a good porn video right there. Shove an ob- shove that ob- obelisk on my right ass. In- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um Oh, this is something cool. So the this picture that mm-hmm. is behind me uh or is being cast behind me. Yes. Um it's a it's a temple of uh, Ramses down in down in Aswan and when they built the dam they they built a second dam um to Damn. raise to raise the Lake Nasser which is a huge lake it's huge like you you can drive alongside it for 3 hours Jesus and it's it's so incredibly large um but when they were raising it they had to move this temple. So they moved this entire thing. What? In the 70s, Aliens. I Aliens. Or in the, and maybe even in the 50s or 60s. Mm. Um, the UN moved, like they cut into it. And you can see, you can see a little, you can see one of the cuts here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then another cut here, maybe. Yeah. But, but really, you, you can't, like they cut up all the statues too. And they moved them. That's insane. Um, it, it was it's such a such a unique experience to see how far they moved it up, like maybe a hundred meters. Wow! And they just moved it. <laughs> they That's moved the insane. whole thing. Um, <laughs> it's like just so it would be above the water line. It's not exactly an RV. <laughs> no, but they. I mean, they they figured we're going to lose this to his to time if we just f- flood it. Right. Um, so they did that, and they didn't. 
they didn't really help out the farmers who were losing all their livelihood. Right. But they did. But Dan, they saved that temple. But they did save that temple. And to be fair, you know, I I don't care about the farmers that much. No. No, I do. You know, you you fall in love with people there. But um, yeah, apparently to go grow your leeks somewhere else. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure. See how see how this statue is missing. Yeah. Did they drop that one? (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure it fell during the time of Ramses. Oh, wow. So like 3000 years ago, they just never fixed it. They didn't fix it because I don't know if they could have. And UNESCO was like, they had to make a decision. Do we fix it or do we leave it? And they figured, you know what? It was like that in ancient times. We should leave it like that. Which That's I think insane. is a, is a cool decision. Um, It'd be, I mean, if they did try to fix it, it's like, what image would they base off? You oh know? no, they have, they have. Oh, the, they have it. Here, let me see if I can move. Hmm. I mean, that's that's the head right there. Oh. Right, right, right here, here. Uh, okay. I can't, yeah. I can't point to myself right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha, you, um, got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, so you can still see it. You can still see the body that fell. Interesting. But because nothing, apparently nothing gets weathered down there because there's never any rain. <laughs> That's the reason it's all preserved, huh? Yeah. And mm. it's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why everything in that country is so well preserved. I actually really hate museums going down there a bit. It, it does. It makes me, well, it makes me mad because you have to, like, you realize how much has been stolen mm-hmm. when you go to other museums. So I was like, man, I've seen so much Egyptian stuff in New York City. Yeah, and I know that there's a lot in London and Houston is a lot in France and yeah, yeah. And how much has been stolen and how much has been destroyed? Um, right. Like that's like insane. How much history has just been like burnt? Whole <clears throat> mm-hmm. Library of Alexandria, rest in oh, peace. Rest in peace. Shout mm-hmm. out to them. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Ottoman Turks. Whoever burnt, yeah. who burnt it. I don't know. Let's blame um the the the. I don't know. I don't know. Probably some white woman named Karen. Yep, that's who it was. Yep. History, let it be known. I'm I'm definitely gonna look it up right now. Yeah. I wanna say I think you're right on the track with the Byzantines and the old fucking Turks. Um oh man. Oh, by Julius Caesar. Oh, wow. What? Why would he do that? Well, he was a bit, he was a bit of a. (laughs) Yeah, he was. (laughs) (laughs) He was a cuck. Um, I guess. I, I don't. I don't want to read anything right now because that would be no, distracting. It's, it's too much. It's, it's too much. There's so much here. Holy cow. It's just, yeah. I mean, when it really comes down to it, it's like, who even reads this shit, you know? But I think if I remember correctly, there were, they would, um, when people would, when boats would come into Alexandria, they would search the boats for books and they would take any books that were on the boat and they would copy them and then put them 
and give the copy back and keep the original in the library. Interesting. So that that was like contraband to them. You could you could try and sneak books in, but they would search for them. And if they found papyri or or books or anything, they would copy them. And That's you would, like the most painful way to I can imagine to like be on the black market. <laughs> yeah, let's go <laughs> copy some books. <laughs> but books were expensive. Yeah. I mean, a, a book back then was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars today. That's insane. It, it was like a house. Because but like that's why like they had one library and a bunch of books in it, and people just yeah. go there and read. You would you yeah. put the book back, right? You put it back. Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, you I mean, take you it home with you. You wouldn't go to the library. Like you wouldn't get access to it. It was right. for scholars and lawyers and royalty. Mm-hmm. For posterity. That's why maybe maybe Game of Thrones is right when it has all those chains on every book. Oh yeah, so you can't take it away. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have let you. You wouldn't have been able to walk out with a book, right? It's far too valuable. Hmm. Um, which pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I'm glad I had that tidbit. Yeah, because I was running out of things to say. I appreciate that about you, bud. You you come prepared. No <laughs> well, it's Egypt, so I guess I should know it. As if oh, it's Egypt. my. Um, Fuck. What was I going to say? Fuck. Fuck. Fuck Egypt. (laughs) I love it. Fuck it. I would never, I would never say something. I would never curse my, my people like that. Not even people. People are pretty cool. I was. Are Egyptian people pretty hot? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sometimes. Sure. I mean, they have, the, the men have very large penises. Oh, fuck yeah. And um, did I tell you the story about the gay people I met in Egypt? Yeah, in the back of a train or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes it sound really yeah. nefarious, but. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, no, they were just like. They the were grinders like... blowing up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's totally illegal. Illegal um, to be gay. To be gay. Oh, nice. So. That's how it should like... be. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike Pence's dream. God, I mean, yeah, it's every, it's the Legion's dream. It's Legion's dream, but at the same time, they're all gay. They're all gay. Um, they, they were, they're just like looking at me and laughing, and then they were like, they asked me if I was gay, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, maybe, because yeah, I didn't want to like, say it when yeah. I was there. It's like, are you, are you the cops? Like, I'm in a foreign country. I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> like, you might as well ask me if I'm an atheist too. Right? Yeah. It's like, let's get it all over with then. Um, but they were prepared. They had sandwiches. They had wow. soda. Oh, it was great. Sounds amazing. Because they like Egyptians. I mean, gays come prepared to things. They, I mean, they are so. I'm prepared. surprised they didn't pop out a charcuterie board for you. It was practically. Yeah. It was. It was because it was cheese. It was bread. It was meats. You know who loves charcuterie boards? Who? Fucking Keatsman. <laughs> <laughs> Keatsman is he gay. makes one for me like every time I go over to his house. I'm not even oh, kidding. That's like, so first cute. thing, it's adorable. I mean, I, and then I suck them off, and it's it's just a nice, a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're eating sandwiches with these Egyptians, and it's just a good oh, and time. They, and, they, and yeah, and we kept going to the back to get coffee. Oh, nice. And like Egyptian coffee is like mud. It's kind of not good. Well, because they make it like in a little pot. 
and they they basically just heat up very fine coffee mm. until it almost boils. And then once it starts bubbling up, then they pour that in. Interesting. So it's like you can't drink all of it. You just drink most of it, and then you leave the sludge at the bottom. Right, right. And it, it, tastes, it tastes decent. Like, it tastes better mm. than it looks mm. or better than you expect. That's good. Um, but Egyptians just drink coffee all day. Wow. And they, they smoke hookah and they drink oh, coffee. I love the hookah, dude. I love a hookah. Oh, it messed me up, though. Yeah. I think they put all their stuff in it or like oh. the tobacco they use is like really strong. <laughs> oh, man. I've heard somewhere that smoking a hookah is like smoking 20 cigarettes or something crazy. I believe it. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, mean, I get a head buzz pretty quick when I smoke a hookah. And these these guys just do it all day. And they're they're like my tour guide brought me. So when we were driving to Aswan uh, or we were driving to Abu Simbel which is in the very far, the farthest south of Egypt where this temple is mm-hmm. in the picture. Um, oh, okay, okay. So I was, I was in Aswan, which is three hours north. Um, Egypt is huge. It doesn't look mm. that big on a map, but it's huge. Mm. Bigger than Texas. Holy shit. Um, and we, so we were driving down. It was a three-hour drive through the desert. Oof. And um, <laughs> about halfway through, we stop at this little shack a little cozy shack. And <laughs> and he was like, you can get a soda. You can get a hubbly bubbly. I'm like, what's a hubbly bubbly? He's like, <laughs> you, you don't have hubbly bubbly in the US? I'm like, we we probably don't. And then he showed me. I'm like, oh, a hookah. And he's like, yes, yeah, a hubbly bubbly. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, that's what I named my sex toy. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was a drink. Hubbly bubbly. Interesting. So he was like, he was like, have some. So I took a hit of it, and I was like, man, this stuff is strong. I am fucked up. <laughs> it was so good, though. That sounds um, amazing, dude. Yeah, it was so. I would. I mean, okay. So they don't get drunk there, but they get nicotine galore, and then they get fucked coffee. up. Coffee. So they're just really always. I mean, I guess at that point, caffeine does nothing for you, so they're always just kind of tired, and then. They're always like buzzed on nicotine. They're always buzzed. And it's just because the weather is so hot. Right. Well, you wouldn't think you'd want to smoke a hookah in the hot weather. Well, it's not. Well, it's desert. So does it cool down significantly at night? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're you're smoking at night, I'm at or during the day? No, all day. All day. All day, dude. In the the dead of heat. In the dead sun just beating. Is it humid? No, not at all. Nice. That's nice. Okay. Not at all. Um, dry as a bat. No, so you wear you wear long sleeves and stuff, and you feel great. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's as long really as the sun's cool. not destroying you. You're getting that's all you have to do. Cancer. Exactly. You just have yeah. to keep a keep a hat on, keep mm-hmm. long sleeves, and it's it's actually I found it very bearable. Nice, very and tolerable. Now I, and now I wear long sleeves in the summer. Oh, that's your thing. I'm wearing short sleeves right now, but. But you're not in outside in the in Egypt. It yeah, my... looks like you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm. I'm gonna go back to Egypt. I don't know when. Yeah, I'll but... go with you. Yeah, just oh, let hell me know. yeah. I mean, Houston's got cheap flights too, so that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll find the next um Scotch cheap flights to Egypt, and I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up, bro. Dude, it's on. Let's go meet some gays and buses, and smoke some hookahs, and fucking talk to tourists. It'd be fun. We should go in the heat of summer. Yeah, I'm down. I'll bring some long <laughs> sleeves. When it's 120 degrees. Yes. 
I would actually, I'd be down for this to have the real authentic. Can you swim in the River Nile? I did. I wouldn't again. Oh, you wouldn't again. But I did. Why would you not again? Because it felt weird. It felt like I wasn't supposed to. Oh, because... Wow. No, there were there were a bunch of kids swimming, and they were like, "Come, come!" I'm like, "Okay." So I just jumped in, I was yeah. swimming for a bit. Um, I was afraid of like the wildlife and stuff, but apparently that ever since they built the dam, the crocodiles don't come down past the dam. Now, is it clear? Is the water clear? Pretty no. gross. It's not gross because it's a, it's a flowing river. Mm. Um, it's not clear. But well, it's clear enough. Mm-hmm. It's surprisingly clear for okay. the fact that the entire country is built along the Nile River. You'd think it'd be dirtier, right? Right. And the fact that like there are countries upriver too. You know, right. Ethiopia is upriver too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's surprisingly clear. Mm. Um, but they use that water for everything. So, gotcha. Basically, if the Nile dries up, they're fucked. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why they don't want Ethiopia is trying to build a dam and they're not happy about it downstream. Interesting. But, yeah, no, the whole whole country is built on that. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times you have to take a ferry across the river. Oh, OK, because um, it gets really wide at some parts. No, just because. Well, I mean, because there's stuff you want to do on one side and not the other. Uh... And then you have to go back and forth or you're if you're in Luxor, for example. You probably sleep on one side, but you, you know, all the all the temples and stuff are on the other side. Is there is there a lot of fishing? Like, what do they eat? You know, what are they, they eating eat, there? They eat. Well, they don't. Their food kind of sucks. Yeah, because um, I mean, they don't have pigs and shit, do they? Because they can't survive no, they that heat. They don't have the cattle. Can't survive out there. They don't have a ton of gator. Um, <laughs> they <eat> gators. <laughs> no, because they don't. Because I don't think there. I don't think there are any. Um, oh crocodiles in the river anymore okay okay um but they eat they eat fish they have chicken oh there's a okay. lot of chicken um the chickens can survive or they import it maybe no pork because that's not halal okay um i don't know what that means but jewish or it's no. not kosher basically oh, okay it's not muslim kosher uh because it's an islamic country yeah 10 okay. okay. christian <clears throat> Shout out Christianity. Shout out, shout out Coptics. Shout out Lady Guadalupe. Shout out Lady. the Coptics. I always think when I think of the Coptics, I think of like like super shiny temples made of gold. I don't think that's accurate though. That's not, but that's okay. of, I think of lots of incense too. Is that they true? are probably big on that shit. yeah? They're they they're pretty cool people. Yeah, I, I went to a Coptic church, and it was during one of their feast days, so they were all. So they have like armed vehicles outside protecting all the all the churches, like with machine guns and stuff. So you have to go show your ID to get in. Yeah, I think I just skip church. They just let me in, and I'm like, okay, cool. At that Um, point, I would just skip church. Like I, I'm not, not a hero. (laughs) Well, I don't think that I don't think there are a lot of attacks on them. Okay, I think it's just for security, like just to make sure. I think. I because I remember seeing like Coptics are being fucked in Egypt. I remember seeing like the Catholics protesting about that here in the states and thinking, "Is that true?" Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're really that scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where you would be if if it was a real problem. I feel right. like there, are, <laughs> there are some outliers and there are some situations that weren't right, good, but right. Um, overall, I think it's pretty safe, and I think most Egyptians are fine with the Coptics, the cops existing. That's cool. Um, That's cool. And they all, a lot of them have like a little tattoo, a little cross tattoo. That's cool. I respect the tattoo. Yeah, they're, one of my one of my tour guides was was Coptic, and I saw the tattoo, and I'm like, "Are you a Copt?" And he's like, "Yes." How did you know? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, your name is George. <laughs> did they is is the tattoo like a cairo uh no it's just a little a little cross uh, if, okay. I, if i can find a picture i'll send it yeah um patreon uh, i want to see like the, the the someone just get a big old fish i always thought that was dumb like the the stupid way that christians used to communicate there's christians here with the fish remember that was like the legend mm-hmm. like i feel like that's not a very I feel like the Romans would have caught onto that pretty quickly and just been like, "Oh, here's here's where they are." Yep. Um, let's go kill them because yeah, we, well, that's, they, the fish is their thing. They weren't. They thought like, it was. They actually like goes super secretive. It's like that wouldn't have worked. But I don't know. Whenever I read stories of like <laughs> martyrs, they're yeah. always doing shit to annoy people. Yeah, they're always like they're going into temples and vandalizing, or like going into yeah. the public square and saying your gods aren't real. Yeah. And then they get killed. And it's like, yeah, of course you get killed. Right. You shouldn't do that. You took a big dog into the small dog park. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what you, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I've been, I've been hard pressed to find an example where like Romans just burst into a yeah. church. Kill like St. Stephen. Fuck that guy. He was literally just filibustering like some <laughs> like meeting. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, you deserve the- to get stoned. <laughs> Not in the fun way. Not in the fun way. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, what if, what if that's what it really was? Steven got really high and then <laughs> history just forgot that he was just high and not stoned. Okay. That's, that wasn't a home run joke, but <laughs> that's okay. I think we're going to end it on that. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>